Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. live from Georgia. Thank you so much for tuning into our show tonight. Um, I hope everyone had a fabulous Easter holiday with family and friends, and um, we're glad to be back. Um, I want to say thank you to all our fans who listen to our show, who tweet us out on My Good Nanny, um, on Twitter and social media. We really, really appreciate it. And I'm super excited excited about today's show because we have our guest, Leanne Maxwell, who, and this is new for us, um, for those, before I, I give her her fabulous introduction, um, I do want to say MGN Radio stands for My Good Nanny Radio, and we are the number one show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and family entertainment. Um, we interview celebrities, everyday working moms and dads to try and spread information um, and entertainment to all. So if this is your first time joining us, welcome. And like I always say, please grab a pen and a piece of paper because there's so much wisdom that's shared on these this um, show, and we really appreciate it. Um, again, I was saying, and as you all all know, I always do my fabulous MGN introduction, but Leanne Maxwell is going to be our guest today from Vixen Vodka. <laughs> And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting um, to chat with her and hear about her story, and um, it's really going to be great. And I'm going to give her her fabulous MGN introduction. But before I do that, I did want to um, shout out all our Facebook moms um, that tune in every week and that send emails. I read them all. Our staff reads them all. We really appreciate it, and we thank you for your time, for taking time. If you're a mom, you know, Everybody's so busy with school, with work, with kids, that for you to take time and listen to our show, we really, really appreciate it. Well, we are going to um, pay a bill, come back, introduce our guests, because we all know time flies on this show, and we will be right back in less than 20 seconds. Hair Yum is the fastest-growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Well, like I said, I'm chatting with Leanne Maxwell, the co-founder of Vixen Vodka, and you can go on Vixen, V-I-X-E-N, vodka.com, and check her out. And basically, um, this liquor company was conceived after a girl's trip to St. Simon's Island in Georgia, um, and after you know, really understanding and researching the market, they wanted to really tap into targeting women, and it was a very male-dominated industry, but they really took this idea from, you know, idea to actually being on a shelf, and she's going to talk about her journey, um, years in the financial um, industry prior to that, and, um, you know, was married, going through a divorce, and then, out of that came this wonderful business. So we're going to talk about her journey, being a being a single mom, being a married mom, and then you know just really taking the or following her dream and starting Vixen Vodka. So without further ado, please let me welcome our guest, Leanne Maxwell, to MGM Radio. Let's see. So much. How are you tonight? Hi, welcome to MGM Radio. <laughs> this will be so much fun. Yes, yes, and it's live radio. It's recorded, and um, no, we're going to have a blast. And I see, um, you know, some people on the chat room. We're going to take questions later, so you can press one. But please, let's just talk because I gave you a fabulous introduction. But can you share with you know your journey from you know being married, you know, going on this girl trip, you know, your divorce, um, and how you came about to start fixing vodka. Yeah, so I have a plaque in our office that says alcohol because no good story ever started with a salad, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So absolutely, it was um, the year I turned 50. It was the year I got divorced. I have twin boys. It was the year that they both got married and moved out and So I felt like, okay, well, like, this is my life now, and what's going to happen now is I'm just going to, you know, work my corporate job and come home every night and watch Dancing with the Stars. And that's kind of what I thought my life was going to be like. And then I got invited on a beach trip where we we were actually all CrossFitters. I'm not sure if you all know what that is, but it's it's a boot camp type gym, and we were working out at the same gym. And you become friends pretty quickly when you're going through a workout type thing. And we were all training um, to enter our first triathlon. So we decided to go on a beach weekend to practice open water swimming. And we went down to St. Simon's because one of the girls, one of the girlfriends had um, in-laws had a place down there. So we went down to St. Simon's and we basically packed bathing suits and vodka. And um, got down there, and the conversation went to, why are we drinking the vodkas that we drink? How are they speaking to us as women? How are they marketing to us as women? And we realized that they really weren't, that it was very male-dominated. They, you know, they felt like if they marketed to men, that women would just come along for the ride. And what we called our aha moment was when we realized that men order by brand, you know, men will say, I'll take a, generally, men will say, I'll take a kettle and tonic or I'll take a goose and soda. Um, we'll take an absolute need. Where women, generally, 
order by cocktail. We'll take a Cosmo. We'll take a vodka tonic. We'll take a vodka soda. And we just, the conversation ensued about why don't we order by brand? And we realized that women didn't have a call brand. So uh, my business partner, Carrie, said, well, we should just start one. And I laughed and said, right, we've never started a business in our life. We have no idea what we would even how to start a business, much less a vodka company. And I laughed and said, what will we even call it? And she said, I don't know, Vixen? And then we went back to our cocktails. Wow. But the name stuck with me because it's such a good name. It's just such a good name. And so as soon as I got home, I started Googling Vixen Vodka, and there was no Vixen Vodka, so I bought it. And I bought about 25 websites, anything with the name Vixen and the word vodka in it, I bought and registered it with the state and then met Carrie at the nail salon a couple days later and said, so we're starting a vodka company. And she was like, wait, what? That was just a crazy idea. But my whole thing was everybody has crazy ideas. Everybody goes on beach trips. Everybody or goes on whatever trips with their girlfriends. Everybody has these crazy ideas. But it's not the crazy ideas. It's what you do with the crazy ideas. Because my whole thing was you put action behind it. You know, one of my favorite quotes is a dream without action is merely a fantasy. So we had this crazy idea, but it was the action we put behind it to make it real. And that was the difference. Wow. So, I mean, and and when you tell this story, it sounds so simple, but I know it's a lot of hard work because this is a very oh, yeah. male-dominated industry. But before I get into that, Completely. your background, let's talk about your background because I think that's going to help as well. So you, you spent how many plus years in the financial um, industry? Okay, so I have a financial background. I was in the financial industry mainly in the mortgage part of it for most of my career. Carrie, my business partner, was the director of marketing for Comcast Spotlight. My ex-husband, which we'll talk about him in a second, um, was a creative (laughs) director all his life. So um, I had a little bit of advertising marketing background through osmosis through him, and she had a lot of marketing background, obviously. And she, before she was director of marketing for Comcast, she was in the PR department for the Ritz-Carlton. So uh, the main thing about you know starting a business is having some PR, advertising, marketing knowledge. So we we you know we kind of checked that box off, um, and and the fact that I was a numbers person kind of checked that box off too. However. Neither one of us had ever started a business. Neither one of us had ever even had that idea of starting a business. It's just that this spark happened to us. Um, We didn't know how to write a business plan. We didn't know how to raise money. We didn't know anything about manufacturing. We certainly didn't know anything about the liquor industry except that we liked to drink it. Um, So we we definitely started at the ground floor in a very male-dominated business. So how, okay, so you you went on a girl's trip. I mean, you must have been distraught, like, going through a divorce after so many years of marriage. I mean, how did you, like, actually, like, pick up the piece? Did you, I mean, how did you move forward and actually make your dream a reality? So that year, it was um, New Year's Eve, and I had two New Year's resolutions because we were, you know, in the midst of the divorce, you know, blah, blah, and I had two New Year's resolutions. And I, my first one was, 
don't ever turn down an invitation because you never know who you're going to meet. And that goes for both business, professional and personal. Um, you never know who you're going to meet. So don't ever discount any introduction or any invitation you get because even though you might not want to go to that party or that event or that function, you never know who's going to be there. And then my second um, New Year's resolution was don't ask why, but ask why not. Because I felt like if you ask yourself why would you do something or why would you do this or why would you go here or why would you do that, you're going to talk yourself out of it. But if you have the attitude of, well, why not, then you will, you will live in that moment and you will go for that opportunity because why not? You don't want to live your life with any type of regret about not doing something that was put in front of you. Wow. That's very – I told everybody to grab a pen and paper. That's very, very true. <laughs> very true. Very true. Wow, we're live with Leanne Maxwell. Okay, so because time flies, I want to just keep the questions going. So you had – you know, we talked about this a dream. Where did you start? I mean, you, you like to drink liquor, right? But where? <laughs> right. how did you get your information? I mean, it's a male-dominant. Like, how did you even um, – your packaging – you know, your distribution. Can you talk about, you know, what are some of the things that you did and how much capital that you spent in initially getting the product off the ground? Okay, so uh, I'm going to try to answer as quickly as possible because there's a lot. But okay. um, the, the first thing we did was write a business plan. And I cannot stress to everybody out there enough how much you need a business plan. Because if you just have this crazy idea, that's one thing. But to do a business plan, you have to research what you're doing. You have to make sure there's a market for you. You have to do the statistics about, like, why you think yours is better or different, who you think your market is, how you would market this, how you would sell it. I cannot stress enough how important a business plan is if, if that's your jam, if that's what you want to do. Um, once we did that and we had a very – because that really makes you hone in on your vision, and and what you want to and, – and you have to have a mission statement, you know, like what your product is and, and why you're doing this. Like why are why did we come up with another vodka? Because as everybody knows, there's a lot of vodka out there. Um, but we are doing something different. We are targeting women in this space, not with a flavor, not with a ready-to-drink, not with a mix, not with a fluffed or a whipped, just a pure vodka that you all can mix the way you want it or not mix, but it, it speaks to you as a woman. We're not speaking down to you. We're speaking to you. We are your demographic. We are speaking your same language. So that's where we started. Um, after that, we, had, we, don't, we didn't know how to make vodka. Um, so we, you know, Google is your friend. So we started Googling, like, do we need to find a chemist? Do we need to build a, a still? Do we need to import it from Poland? And, and we went from there, and we found people who will make your formula for you. And we knew that we wanted it to be gluten-free because we were very um, health-conscious. We were, you know, we met through the gym. So we, you know, we wanted our vodka to, to reflect our commitment to health and wellness as much as a pure vodka could. So we knew we wanted it to be gluten-free. So we started there. And, you know, the, the biggest thing I, I want to say to everybody is, be super smart about what you know, but be even smarter about what you don't know. 
because we didn't know the liquor industry. We didn't know how to make vodka. We knew we we knew what we wanted our brand to look like, and we knew we what we wanted our language to be, but we didn't know how to make vodka. But we have surrounded ourselves with people who do. Wow, I think that's very, very, um, you know, powerful information. So now, did you find a local manufacturer in Georgia that, um, did you test the vodka to make sure it was, you know, to your liking? How was that process? Oh, honey, that was a tough day. <laughs> we started drinking vodka at 9 in the morning and oh. and it ended at 4 o'clock that afternoon, but we did take a break in the middle of the day to cleanse our palates and go have margaritas. But um, <laughs> um, we wanted it to stay in Georgia. We wanted everything to be, like, sort of from the south. But this was in the – okay, so Beach Trip was in 2010, we got okay. vodka on the shelf in 2012. So I always say it took us two years from beach to shelf. Now, wow. in 2010, um, Georgia didn't have any distilleries except one. And that distillery... Now, that, and just so, just so people who might... What's a distillery? Just for people who might not know. So you've heard of breweries that make the beer um, yes. and, you know, obviously wineries and vineyards, but a distillery makes the spirit. So they'll make vodka, whiskey, scotch, you know, whatever you want them to make. And most people own their own. You know, we have some, now that we've been in the industry, we've met a lot of people, and there's there's actually a rum distillery in Richland, Georgia, that makes Richland rum. Most people have their own distilleries. Carrie and I did not have our own distillery. So we wanted to keep it in Georgia, but back then, Georgia didn't have any distilleries that would make any other products besides their own. But there were states that did, and we found ours in Colorado. So our vodka is actually distilled in Colorado, made from, I mean, the most important ingredient in vodka is water. So it's made from that very pure Rocky Mountain spring water. Um, Like I said, it's made from corn, which is a gluten-free base. It was important to us that it be GMO-free. So it's American-grown, GMO-free corn, and the, the the other difference between our vodka and a lot of other vodkas is that it's distilled through glass. Our still itself is glass. So the difference is, is that Vixen is made from a GMO-free uh, base of corn, so there's no gluten to distill out. It's made from amazing water, and then it's distilled five times through glass, so there's no um, impurities to distill out of the, st- uh, of the still itself. So it's we knew that women like to drink, but women don't like that wince or that vodka burn, so we negated the burn. Oh, okay. Wow. And for people who might not, I mean, vodka, you said it's made, the the biggest ingredient is water, which a lot of people might not know that, you know, but it's a hard alcohol. I mean, it's a hard liquor, it, correct? It is. It's, it's, a, it's a, what we call a spirit. And you okay. know what? I like wine, too. I mean, and, and you know, so my whole thing is, I still like my glass of wine every now and then, but every now and then, ladies, step away from the wine bottle and try a cocktail because it's not as much sugar and you can control your alcohol intake and you can control your calorie intake. You know, with wine, it is what it is, right? I mean, you're you're not going to dilute it. You're going to have a glass of wine. But with Vixen, you can mix it or, you know, it mixes with anything, everything or nothing. Um, it's that good. So you can drink it 
on the rocks with like a splash of soda, a splash of diet tonic, a little bit of water, a slice of orange. You know, we just got back from doing a mixology course where um, the bartenders mixed it with the water that you get at spas, like cucumber water or the mint water. They um, they diffused Vixen with that spa water, and it was delicious. Wow, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. And I and I see. Thanks again, everyone in the phone lines and on the chat room. And we're going to tweet it out. And please, Leanne, make sure to retweet. We're going to retweet the recording. Um, but somebody on, in the chat room said, um, "How does your your ex husband feel about your business?" And then I see someone on the phone <laughs> line. I'm going to get. So uh, how was that? And then we'll get back to the distribution. Okay. So like I said, the whole husband thing didn't work out. However, he is a brilliant creative director. He has built brands in his career. So, and we're still friends, pals. We have twin boys together, and we are grandparents together. So, um, you know, my whole thing is life's too short to be mad. So, <laughs> so you know, when, when this whole thing started, when Carrie came up with a name and said, oh, we should start our own and we should call it Vixen, you know, when I got home from the beach, I, I called Eddie and I said, listen, Carrie thinks we should start a vodka company and we should call it Vixen. What do you think? And he said, I think it's brilliant. And so I wow. said, well, I'm really glad you think that because I want you to do all the creative for free. So, <laughs> <laughs> And so he he is the brains and the creativity behind the logo. And the logo, um, the X in the logo of Vixen is the legs of a real woman. We wanted our brand to be about real women. You know, we are carrying our real women. We Carrie's in her 30s. I'm in my 50s. We represent our own demographics. So we wanted the the brand itself to represent us. We're real women. And, you know, we're just normal, everyday girls who just went for our dream. And so we called up one of our friends who happens to have a good set of legs. She's a runner. She was another one of our CrossFit friends, and I had her over my house and told her to wear a pair of black tights, and we took her picture and sent it to Eddie, and he made the logo um, from her legs. And that's very important to us is that everything about this brand is authentic. Wow, love it, love it. And you can check out the legs <laughs> at VixenVodka.com. I love the logo. I love I love the red. I love the yes. colors are great, are great. We're going to pay a bill and be right back with Leanne Maxwell from Vixen Vodka. We'll be right back. Register now for the 5th Annual Dare to Aspire Conference for Women and Mom Entrepreneurs. This two-day event is being held in Atlanta, Georgia on Friday, June 12th and Saturday, June 13th. Check out d2aspire.com. Early registration is on sale now. Limited quantities are available. Register now at d2aspire.com. Great. We are back, MGM Radio, with our special guest, um, Leanne Maxwell. Okay, so Leanne, a couple of questions in the chat room, and I know I had this as well. Um, how much capital, um, you said you started, you know, you had this idea in 2010, and then you put it on the shelf in 2012. How Can you give right. people a ballpark of how much capital did you have a loan? Does it take to actually start a, a vodka company? So when Carrie and I first started, it was just us putting money in. You know, oh, we need business cards. Let's put this much money in. Oh, we need to get licensed in this, in this state. Let's put, just put money in. But we realized pretty quickly that we, we would need some, you know, some real money, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
and we made a presentation to um, a group that was in the spirit space, and they ended up taking us on to to raise money. And what we did was we did basically a friends and family round, the, which we could do. We you know we can we can raise money. We just didn't know like what to value what the value is of what we had put in so far. So they helped us realize the valuation of the company, which then led us out to be able to go to friends and family and say, if you invest this much money, this is how much of a percentage of the company you'll get. And and so we do have investors. And another piece of advice is a lot of people, you know, depending on what kind of business you're starting, I mean, if you're starting a dog walking business or a nonprofit, that's one thing. But if you're starting you know, a, biz, a, a for-profit business, one piece of advice that I learned early on is do you want a big piece of a small company or do you want a smaller piece of a big company? And we intend for Vixen to be global. And so the the thought of giving up a piece of our company to other people did not bother us at all because every investor that has come onto this company has brought something to the company that Carrie and I could not. Yes, it's our it's our baby. Yes, it's our it's our dream, it's our idea, but we couldn't have gotten to the point that we are at right now without the people that have believed in us and this brand. Wow, wow, I love it. And, and actually, you're, what you just said, they say a lot of people that, that are going to attend Dare to Aspire conference, we always have Shark Tank alumni who won deals as our you know, keynote speakers yeah. and featured speakers, and they always say that, a little piece of a big thing and, you know, great. Okay, yeah. so we want to take a couple of questions, and then we, it's, you know, time is flying, Leanne. Okay, let me <laughs> 678580, you're listening to MGM Radio. Yes, thank you very much. And thank you so much for having Leanne on. It's very informative. I wanted to know, um, you talked about having aspirations for global um, distribution. How were you able to achieve um, national growth and get your products out nationally? What strategy did you use? That's a great question. So I, I always love to say I'm not like um, Sarah Blakely. I can't put vodka in my trunk and drive it around like she did with pantyhose uh, <laughs> because that's illegal. Um, so every state has different licensing requirements, and you have to have distribution. You can, I cannot sell vodka without a distributor. So we started in the state of Georgia because that's our home state, um, in 2012 and 2013. Um, 2014, we used this, uh, our beginning of our expansion and, and continuing that in 2015. So we're, in, we're licensed in about eight states now. We are not national yet. It just, it just takes forever to get licensing in each state. We have one online retailer that will sell our um, vodka nationally if your state allows the shipment of alcohol in, which is called acespirits.com. But other than that, you know, you you kind of have to wait till we get to your state. So, you know, I have people call me all the time or email me all the time, oh, where can I get you in Michigan? Where can I get you in Texas? Where can I get you in Oregon? We're not there yet. You know, we're we're basically in the southeast and in Colorado. Um and it's it's difficult. But 
if you're not in the alcohol, if, if your dream, if your aspiration is not in the alcohol space, you should be able to get an online presence fairly quickly. Oh, okay. So you can sell um, alcohol online, like people can actually buy it. Yes, you can. We, if you go to vixenvodka.com, there is a where to buy button, and there is an online presence under that. Wow. Okay, great. So how do you make sure that the people are not under 21 that's buying the alcohol? Well, on social, they have to, I mean, it's kind of hard because it's all obviously online, but they have to, you know, click a box that says they're 21. But then on the, uh, you know, we don't, we as the owners of the brand, we don't sell. We, um, We rely on retailers to sell. So the retailer is the one that that does a verification on that end. Oh, okay. Great. We are chatting with Leanne Maxwell, the co-founder of Vixen Vodka. And um, when we started earlier, we talked about it's such a male-dominated industry. Uh, Is your company like one of the few women that actually own, um, you know, a vodka or liquor company? And how did you like, managed to break in? I mean, did you get a lot of no's when you were, did people not take you seriously? Can you chat about that, breaking into a male-dominated industry? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I talked about my business plan. And um, when we first wrote the business plan, I met with a business consultant and, you know, asked him to review the business plan. And he read it, you know, page one to page, at that time, 48. I have since called it down to about 13 pages. <laughs> but at the time, he, like, read it all, and he, you know, he closed it, and he's like, this is one of the best business plans I've ever read. You've done your research. You have your stats. You have answered every question that I had. You'll never make it. And I looked at him, and I'm like, what? Why? And he said, because it's the liquor industry. It's male. It's all men. They will eat you up and spit you out. And I looked at, back right back at him, and I, said, and I pointed to it at the time, was a prototype bottle, and I said, Sugar, this could be a pair of pantyhose or a tube of lipstick. We're building a brand. And I never let the fact that it was male-dominated deter me. Um, You know, sometimes I use it to my advantage. Um, A lot of times we get a lot of what I call pat-pats, you know, like a little pat-pat on the head, like, oh, that's cute, or oh, that's sweet. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, most of the salespeople out in the field are men. But and and we do have to sell to them because we have to get these distributors to pick us up and we have to get the salespeople, salesmen, to buy into it. But we never lose sight of our ultimate consumer, which is you all, you know, yeah. ever real, ever fascinating women. And as long as we can talk to you, then we can circumvent those male channels. Yes, yay, 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 yay for Vixen Vodka, I love it. Now, um, how do you promote your business? Like, you know, a lot of people might not even know a a woman is behind this brand, and that might help other moms and other women when they hear your story to help buy it. So what, what are some ways that you promote your business? Well, I really appreciate that question because at first we thought it was all about exposure, so we were doing every event that came our way, every party, every, you know, any anytime anybody asked us anything, we'd say yes to it. So in our first few months out of the gate, we were doing about 24 events per month. 
And not going to lie, that was a bit exhausting. Um, However, that has to equate to sales. I mean, it's one thing to get exposure, but it has to equate to sales. So we have definitely pulled back on some of the events we're doing in order to to really be laser-focused on case sales and getting out there in the liquor stores, in the restaurants that carry us, and getting people to know about Vixen to taste it, because once you taste it, you're done. I mean, it's that good. We just we were one of only four gold medals awarded at the American Craft Spirits Conference. So we're really good. We've, we, we've beat every taste test against any major brand. So once you taste it, you're in, but you've got to know about it first. So we did a little bit of advertising right out of the gate, but we really have mainly done social and, and that type of guerrilla marketing where we – are laser focused on who our target market is and we which is you know as you know women and we go to where women are we go to spas we go to salons we go to boutiques we go to you know women's golf tournaments or women's tennis tournaments or book clubs and give everybody a little taste and that's that seemed to have worked for us in introducing ourselves to new markets Yay. No, I love it. I like that you said, you know, be razor-focused. And tell them what you're going to give all our attendees at Dare to Aspire Conference. I wanted her to give, like, samples of the vodka, but (laughs) that that couldn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that that definitely couldn't happen. But, you know, one of the – I always laugh – Carrie and I laugh about, you know, things that we've done wrong and mistakes that we've made along the way. I, I don't like to think of them as mistakes. I always feel like they're opportunities to learn from. Um, but one thing that we've done really right is we have a brand anthem, and you're going to be able to see it on our website, but it really talks about how and why and for who we started this company. And, you know, every time Carrie reads it, she kind of gets teared up, but it's about, like, why you're a vixen and how you, you know, rule every room you enter and and that you're bold and brilliant and beautiful and that you – you know, you love yourself just as who you are. You love yourself in this moment, you know, not five pounds from now, not a different hair color from now, but who you are right here in this moment, and that's our brand anthem. So everybody's going to be getting one of those and telling them about why they're a Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. We love, you know, supporting women in business and moms that support, you know, each other. You know, it's great. So how do you measure success for your business? Like, you, I know you, you have a financial background. Do you, um, you know, track your inventory? I mean, how do you do that for your business? So, of course, you need to have, you know, you need to have a little bit of knowledge about a little bit of everything when you're an entrepreneur. And, you know, I, I'm a, Carrie and I both are, say we're QuickBooks mavens now. Um, but, you know, people ask me at first, how do you measure success? And at first it was like, and, and there's a picture of this on our Facebook page, you know, it was seeing that bottle, you know, that bottle that was just an idea in our head, seeing it come off the production line from the distillery, you know, just seeing those, you know, hundreds of bottles coming off the production line, I'm like, that's success, right? And then it was like, oh, my God, now I'm seeing it in Total Wine, in Tower, in Greens, in some of these bigger liquor stores. I'm seeing it on the shelf. And, again, you know, that to me quantified success, that's not really success yet. It's one thing to bring your dream to a reality, and, yes, you should celebrate that. And it's another thing to get a store to to pick your brand up, to have it 
on the shelf or on the rack or, you know, whatever. And you should celebrate that as well. But really success is having that brand in someone's shopping cart because that's where the sale is. And then having that same store, that same bar called a reorder, that's success. Yes. Yes, love it, love it. We're going to go to the phone lines. And 864, I know you were holding for a while, so I hope you're still, you still have your question. 864, and I think we're connecting. 864, do you still have a question or comment? Uh, yes, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Thank you for okay. listening and thank you for being patient. Okay. Okay. Um, I was wondering if there was any uh, major a uh, company, a beer company, or any company dealing with alcohol that you studied its history and that you have modeled your company after. And um, how long, who actually distributes uh, your product for you? Or does it go through FedEx? Or how is, uh, what is the post office uh, do when it comes to alcohol itself, because I, I'm just trying to figure out how if you are receiving requests by mail, who actually distributes it, or do you get a license to send it through the mail? Okay, so I'm going to take the first part of your question first, which is did we model ourselves after any company? Not really. Um, because, and I know you kind of asked this earlier, is there any other female-owned liquor companies? There's plenty of female-owned liquor companies. Um, But we believe that we're one of the only female-owned spirit companies that are focusing on women. I mean, obviously everybody knows about Skinny Girl. Um, Oh, yeah. Now, Yeah. yeah, she is on one hand our hero because obviously she sold for a lot of money, but her message is completely different from what our message is. You know, our message is about, you know, uh, uh, the definition to us of a vixen is a woman who's confident in all areas of her life, not just at the bar, but everywhere. And again, I go back to like, no matter, like love yourself who you are right now. So the word skinny doesn't really come into our vocabulary at all. Um, there's another vodka out there called Tito's Vodka, and he's a bit of a maverick in the space because he um, kind of went against the, the big boy network. So, you know, we, we look to a lot of these companies for inspiration, but we didn't really model ourselves after any of those. Um, the second part of your question is about how, how spirits ship. Um, we don't ship because we're the brand owner, so that's only a retailer. And the retailer ships through a special license they get through usually FedEx, um, but they can only ship to the states that allow shipment in. And I'm I'm not really familiar with each state's um, rules and regulations, but that's how online sales go. That's how online. Wow, great, great. Thanks for that question. Now, how do you price your brand? And that was a, a question. Um, thanks, Smith. I two, three in the chat room. But, yeah, that was one of my questions as well. But what's the price if somebody wants to, to buy? If they hear this show, they're like, oh, my God, I love it. Like, are you premium priced? What's your price and your pricing strategy, I guess? 
Yes. Yeah, so, um, yes, please buy if you're if you can in the state of Georgia. We're in pretty much every liquor store out there. So please um, support your local vixen. And um, <laughs> um, so the way Carrie and I looked at it is once we had made this particular formula, and like I said, we own the formula. It's in our safety deposit box. We love it. Um, we knew we so you wanted own, to be. And I, I wanted to ask you, Lynn, so you 100% own the formula. Like you, It's your formula. Somebody else can't go out yes, and create Tixon vodka. Okay. Wow, that's, that's no, awesome. Ma'am. We own the formula. It's Like I said, it's in our safety deposit box like Coca-Cola's formula. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we own that. Um, and and so, what, you know, once we came up with the formula and we tasted it and we knew how just damn good it is, um, we knew we wanted to be sort of the high-end vodka that everybody could afford. So we knew we wanted to be at a kettle or a Ciroc or a Belvedere-type taste, but more at an absolute price point. So right now we're only doing one size, which is a 750 that you see pretty much everywhere, and um, we're at 1999 Okay, okay. That's a price. Very. Yeah, very, very. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, you mentioned Ciroc, and I'm thinking of, you know, you have the the celebrities that just come out and just, you know, they have that marketing pull behind them to, you know, establish a brand. And I think that's why I like it, your brand, because you're really razor-focused on women, you know. I think mm-hmm. I think that's key. I think that's key. And, and, I mean, my whole thing is, is like, yes, I mean, would I love to see, you know, um, Nicki Minaj drink our vodka or one of the real housewives drink our vodka? Absolutely. But do I want them to be the spokesperson for Vixen? I don't think so. Um, because I want this brand to be about real women, and I want every woman to look at it and to read that brand anthem and let it relate to them in their life as opposed to, oh, that's what the celebrity drinks. I, I just, I mean, I'm never going to say never about anything, but that's right, right now I, I don't see that happening. Wow, we heard it live. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> now what, now will we, let's pay a bill right quick, and then we'll be right back um, to chat with Leanne Maxwell um, of Vixen Vodka. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. I just discovered a fabulous website. If you're looking for products and articles to support and encourage a clean, organic, and holistic lifestyle, this site sources the best quality organic and eco-friendly products for baby, family, and even your pets. Learn how to grow your own vertical organic garden, purchase a rechargeable handbag, buy organic skincare, cosmetics, and so much more. Do you and your family a favor and go to OrganicFriendsWithAZ.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-C-F-R-I-E-N-D-Z.com. Awesome. We are back um, chatting with our very special guest, um, the CEO of Vixen Vodka, the co-founder, Vixen Vodka, 
Leanne Maxwell, and we've been chatting about everything from how she started this brand um, to, you know, just her life and the goal and the vision for this amazing brand that focuses on um, and targets women. Um, could you? We always ask our moms, you know, you know, why do you think so many moms or women struggle with starting a business or growing a brand? And if you have any advice, you can maybe share with, you know, that single mom or that newly divorced mom that really wants to take ownership of her life and start a business. Um, so I think what I'd say is. First of all, if you have a day job, keep it as long as you can. <laughs> um, because, A, it'll pay the bills and it'll keep your benefits in place. Carrie and I both kept our day jobs for a very long time, and we staggered our quits. We both didn't, we are both full time vodka fairies now, but at the time, we staggered it so that, you know, one of us still had sort of a fallback. But once you start raising money and you have other people that believe in your business, you don't want it to be a hobby. You want to be all in. Um, but until that time, while you're still in research and development and really you know, doing your business plan and all that, keep your day job as long as you can. Um, but other than that, don't let anything hold you back. If you know you have a good idea, and you know, my whole thing with Carrie is Carrie's, you know, younger than I am, and, and she was a little bit, I'm not going to lie, a little bit more reluctant to take the, what I call the the leap from the corporate fi- frying pan into the entrepreneurial fire. She was a little bit more reluctant. But what I said to her was, if we don't do it, somebody else will. So you don't want to be that person a few years from now looking back or looking at a product on a shelf that you see and you know that you had that idea first. So so you don't want to be that person. If you have an amazing idea and you know it's going to work, my whole thing is go for it because you don't want to you don't want to second guess yourself a few years from now. Wow, I love it. And you know what? I love the fact that you say keep your cuz a lot of people say oh quit your job immediately. I love the fact that and that's probably wisdom, you know, from you talking, but you say keep your day job, you know, your benefits as long as you can. And everybody yep. has the question, how do you know when is the right time to quit? Like that's the everybody at every conference it's asked, you know, do you have any thoughts on that? Like is there a certain uh, I hate to, I hate to say, Tosi, that you'll know when you know because it seems, I mean, like I, I was young when I had my twin boys, and I was like, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to be a mother. And people would say, oh, you'll just know, and I would, I would hate that answer. But you, you do kind of know. Um, you know, you, my advice is keep your day job as long as you can. <laughs> but once it becomes very apparent that – you need to focus on this business. It is not a hobby anymore. And I'm I'm going to say we weren't generating revenue when I quit. We were not. Oh wow. And no, we were not. We we were not generating revenue. We we were generating revenue when Carrie quit, but we were not generating revenue when I quit. But I knew that if I didn't put myself feet first, fully engaged fully involved into being the CEO of this company, how could I make anybody else believe in me? Like how could I go to anybody else and ask them to believe in me and to invest in me if I hadn't invested in myself? 
Wow, that's very true. That's very true. And yeah. and you touched on something else because, you know, like you said, you broke into the liquor industry and, you know, revenues. A lot of people think it just happens overnight and they get frustrated. Um, but it takes a long time before you see a profit sometimes in business. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, we're still, you know, climbing that mountain. And, and you know, I have learned. I've met a lot of people and I have learned a lot of lessons that, you know, you think that you're just going to grow and grow and grow. But, once you start growing, then you have to expand your operations. And so that may not mean, you know, generating that crazy profit yet. I mean, it's awesome what you see on Shark Tank, but sometimes that's not reality. And, yep. <laughs> and you, you, have to spend, you have to spend money to make money, especially when you're yes. in a product, you're in a product business like we are. We're not a service yes. business, we're a product business. And so yes. I have to invest money in inventory. Yep. Tell me about it. <laughs> I have a product business, and yeah, people don't. You have to spend money to make, and it's not easy. Like you see the Facebook posts and the Instagram posts, and it's it's hard. It's very hard. And the you know Shark Tank, and we love Shark Tank. They support us. They are I do alum. love Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like oh, you know, Lori from QVC is going to get you on, and sometimes it does right. happen. But mm-hmm. nine out of ten times it doesn't, you know. Yes. Yeah. Wow, wow, this is great. A lot of wisdom. Any other um, pieces of advice that you can offer? If, if there's anything that you could do, like if you're looking back and, you know, if there's anything, even from a personal or professional, um, that you can share with other moms to help them grow better, um, is there any other advice that you can share? Well, I've said it before about surrounding yourself with people who know more than you do. But I I believe that the reason that Vixen went on its trajectory so quickly is because we had, you know, we had our marketing, we had our advertising done ahead of time. I met with a girl tonight who has a PR company, and she said a, a client came to her and said, I have an idea. You do the rest. And she said, and I said, how how in the world? I mean, don't you feel that it's your idea now, not hers? And she said, well, it was her passion project. It's one thing to have a passion project. But that to me is like something that you maybe do on the weekends or whatever. If you're going to have a business that you think is going to sustain you and your family, then you better own it. And you better not farm it out to other people, but surround yourself with people. I mean, I I couldn't make this logo, but Eddie could, you know? And so that to me was one of the best, the best decisions we made is that we give up parts of it to move it forward faster. Wow, wow. That's great advice. That's great advice. Now, would you use a a PR firm in the future, or what, what are your thoughts about PR? Because it seems like so everybody I, in Atlanta has a PR firm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody is in marketing and PR. Um, yeah. I think Vixen's a PR goldmine because, you know, we just have so many layers to our story, meaning that we're just girls who went on a beach trip. So that's the first layer is that we're real women who just went on a beach trip and had a crazy idea. So that's the first layer. The second layer is that we're, you know, hitting a male-dominated market. The third layer is I'm working with my ex-husband. Like, who does that? Um, the fourth layer is Carrie and I are still friends. Like there's a lot of people that go into business together that end up hating each other. And Carrie and I are still, you know, really, I mean, we laugh constantly. So there's a lot of layers to our story. 
Um, but right now we're doing our own PR because right now Carrie's got a PR background, so she can do it. Now we have hired an intern, so I'm I'm big on interns because you can get them through the local colleges and you don't have to pay them that much, and they want experience. And so, you know, don't shy away from that because we've got a couple of interns and we love them. And, you know, it's not, we don't have a sales force, but we have these interns that help us with pitches and, and different PR angles and different angles to the liquor stores and things like that. So um, I'm a big fan of that as well. Oh, I am too. I think interns are the best, the best, especially the, yeah. They work hard, you know, because you think back to college or whatever, and, you know, you're hungry, you work hard, and like you said, you're not, you know, paying a whole lot of of overhead and everything like that. Wow, three minutes left. This has been Ah. so amazing. But we do have a game that we always play with our guests where we say a word and you say the first thing that comes to your mind. We just say five words. We just say the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Vodka. Vixen. <laughs> mother. Mother. Me. Divorce. Uh, divorce. Best thing that ever happened. <laughs> Is that bad? Uh, w- women. Women. Powerful. And liquor. Delicious. <laughs> Yay, you did great. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a fun thing. Now, let me, Leanne, could you tell our listeners and people who might listen later, you know, to the recording, how can they get a hold of your, your products? How can they get a hold of you for, you know, if they just want to see your website? Can you just tell people how they can reach you, social media? Please reach out all you want. We are all over social media. We have Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter. We're all over it. Um, but And you can get to them all by going to our website, which is vixenvodka.com. And please follow us. We can also sign up for our newsletter there. We have an email newsletter that goes out with recipes and events and where we're going to be and what we're going to do, and it's super fun. Wow, wow, great, great. And I hate to do this, but this lady in the chat room, and she submitted, last question, promise, she just said if, if you know, she's going through a divorce as well right now, um, do you have any advice you can share with her, you know, to help her? And thank you for that. Oh, that's a, I mean, believe me, it's very close to my heart. Um, I was married for 29 years. So um, wow. it was definitely, yeah, it was definitely painful. Um, it was definitely very lonely at times, but if you stay the course and remember to live in the moment and practice self-care, not selfishness, but self-care, you will definitely come out the other side. And like I said, my mantra at the end of it all is life's too short to be mad. So just, you know, take care of yourself. Wow, wow, wow. 29 years is a long time. Wow. Long that's, time. That's, yeah, yeah. I love your, your attitude about life. I think we can all learn from that. Well, thank you so thank much, you. Leanne, for your time. I know you're so busy. Thank you for coming on our radio show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, it was a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Yay. So everybody go out and get Vixen Vodka. 
you know, make sure you're 21 and over. Um, get Vixen Vodka and go visit and check them out, VixenVodka.com. And everybody have a great and wonderful night. And next week we're back with another amazing guest on MGM Radio. So long. Bye. <laughs>